Adam, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Jack. I am fantabulous this morning. How about you? I am good. Watching the snow melt. It's a very exciting day, but a good one. As long as that snow melts. Now, there are some pretty big drifts. I never, I didn't realize. I just hold up in the house and didn't even look out and watch. And I come out the next morning, there's 100 feet of snow. <laughs> like we're in Not the Rockies quite. or something, you know? <laughs> Holy Christ. It might feel that way. It's all right, but it's it sunshine did. Too is cold. good. It's yeah. too cold. I understand why people move south for the cold, but it, uh, but it goes fast. Yes. Or we know it will be in springtime. So that's it. That's it. If we're lucky, they'll have spring training this year, Jack. We'll see how it goes. That's still being negotiated too as we sit here. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, we aren't going to, we aren't going to fix that problem today. We have other things we can, we can address today, right? Yeah. Like uh, what's going on in our, our world of small business here? You know, our clients, we, we try to, key stories off of some of the things that go on with our coaching business with maximum value partners. And we have a rich, a rich choice of issues that in concepts that can be talked about in the small business world. We've been doing this for 20 years and it's very rich with stories, lots of interesting stories. And we try to make small businesses better. So some of the things we talk about are our our thoughts, obviously, our opinions, but based on real fact, real stuff that goes on. We know small business very well. We can make any company better with some of the things that we've developed. Anyway, any company is better that they're coachable. They got to be coachable. So one of those things that that come up every once in a while when somebody feels somebody being a business owner especially when somebody feels that they have to document what they're doing. They have to improve the systems and procedures and document them in terms of how we're moving, especially in a production company, manufacturing company. You know, they're moving part A to part to, to position B and somebody's going to do something in position B to, to fix it up and move it down the line. And it's, it's, well, what's they doing? What are they doing? What's, what's A and B doing here? What kind of things do they do? We don't want to miss that. So we need a procedure on that. So somebody's assigned to go study that product and how they come together. And they go through meticulous documentation. There's big awards. Uh, what are those? What are those awards? Sigma, Six Sigma, and yes, Lean Six Sigma, and yeah. Um, what's uh, the Kaizen? That's the Japanese one, I think, right? You have different, mm-hmm. yeah, different ways. Or you got the ISO stuff, Jack, like ISO five thousand and ten thousand. Right. Yeah, all that different stuff. Yeah. So in my experience, I, I've done my share of flow charting or let's say documenting flows, systems flows from various uh, different angles. And I learned a hell of a lot, you know, but I'm not sure when those systems got nicely cataloged and put in fancy binders and sent to the appropriate people. I'm not sure they've ever looked at it again. Uh, maybe something is, 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 uh, Practical, like putting a system for lockup in a retail store, you know, that might be worth uh, documenting in case you get lost and you aren't used to opening and closing up. 
to have a way to do that, make sure the alarms are, are hooked. And everything. Those kind of systems and procedures make sense because they're practical. But linking part A to part B, that's a sleeper. I don't even know how you could make a good presentation with that and keep people interested for more than 10 minutes. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about, if that's all right with you. Yeah, you know, I think we'll... You know, we can call it procedures are stupid or they aren't necessarily the answer all the time, right? And, and, and yes, yeah, the part that's coming from is we see this a lot where we talked before on, you know, on the show um, about some of these topics, but, you know, we hear a lot of owners over the years looking for that kind of checklist. So here's how you run the business, right? Yeah, you do these 17 things in this order and you're guaranteed to have success, right? So here it is. And so, you know, getting all these systems and procedures and SOPs in place, so standard operating procedures, is that the answer for your business? And, or should you really focus on trying to attract and retain the best people for your organization? You know, to me, that's a lot of what we talk about, Jack, in terms of kind of finding those good people and, and the impact that just one good person can have on any organization, whether it be small or large, but certainly with a small business. And, uh, so yeah, you know, and, and there's popularity of there's a couple couple books that, that we've read. A lot of folks in the small business world read. Uh, one is the the E Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, and the other one is called Traction by a guy named Gino Wickman. And both these books talk a lot about systems, Jack, and and, and the mindset. In fact, from the E Myth talks about hey, if you're going to create a you know create your business, so it could be like a franchise business. And so what we start with is instead of starting with the systems, we start with a, a simple question, which is what's the plan. All right. What are you what are you trying to do? You know, and so if you're trying to create a worldwide company, Jack, that you're going to franchise. And yeah, you know what? Those systems and procedures are probably pretty important, you know, because, you know, the, the person who's going to be operating those things are so far removed from the person who created them. Right. You, you want to have those things in place in order to get to those hundred or thousand locations that you're, you, that you're trying to kind of do. OK. But if you're a small business owner who's trying to you know, double your sales from one million to two million here in the next five years or you're trying to transition the company to the next generation, or you're just trying to get control of things and feel better that you're kind of, you know, in charge of what's going on or, or have a sense or have some, some insight or to, you know, to be able to kind of see what's going to happen as part of your business, right? What are you looking for? So it's my point is, or our point is that the, the, the systems or procedures aren't necessarily the answer that people maybe think, it, you know, think that it is, or that they often, they're, they're kind of starting that way. And, and what it can often do is it can often suck the life out of the business, Jack. They can. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. You know, you get strangled with all this bureaucracy and stuff. And you know, part of the reason why I know I left big corporate America, and I'm guessing you did too, and why a lot of people that do, you know, is all that all that bureaucracy and the ways of doing things, it, it takes the heart out of things. It also takes, you know, we come back to those good people, it takes the, the the ability to kind of adjust and modify stuff. And so the systems, you know, often what happens is we see people kind of go, go on that path. And what you were just described a few minutes ago, Jack, which is, hey, we got all these great things here. Got these binders and systems and electronic things where we do stuff, but nobody's using it, right? Or they're, they're skipping stuff. Like, so why aren't people, why aren't people using this thing? Why aren't people using the systems? And, you know, at the end of the day, especially when it comes to small business, it's not, you know, we aren't just trying to create cogs in the wheel here that, you know, I can grab, you know, grab some monkeys to do, to, to do the 17 steps and things are going to happen, right? There's, there, there's more, there's more to it. There's that, there's that human element to that small business, Jack. And, and, you know, we don't want to lose that or take that out of. That's right. It that, that doesn't often doesn't have a chance to shine and come through. 
you know, that that initiative by by people there. That's why they're so easily replaced with robots right now. Robots, excuse me, not butts. <laughs> Maybe robots too. <laughs> <laughs> but the robots in the seats, right? There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, so you know, the, I, I want to make sure that I'm. That I'm, I'm communicating clearly here too you know we aren't saying hey you should just go in and wing stuff and just kind of make it up as you're going along per se right that's not what we're talking about it's it's yeah we 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 believe you should have certain principles in terms of what you do in a certain framework and that's you know we're like you know you mentioned before about our, our coaching business jack you know with mvp which we use our seven keys to success the seven keys to success is a framework right it isn't the it isn't the 17 steps of here's again where this is how it works it's it, it's the things that you want to be working on as an owner in terms of what things you want to be doing. And if, if you're a fan of the show, listen to us for a while, or you, you've known us off the air, you know, we're very fond of certain frameworks. So seven key being one of them, but part of that is, is when we talk about leadership, we, we have a, a three word job description that, that, that we use Jack to describe what the, what the job of the owner is. And those three words are plan, direct and control. And so we start with that first, that first one, the plan. And you say, what's the plan? What are you trying to do? And it's amazing, Jack, how few owners of small businesses can answer that first question in terms of you know, what's the plan? What are we trying to accomplish? That's so, right. So we start there, don't we? And versus starting to say, hey, the, the answer is a system. Well, again, I don't know the, the systems are what you need, or that, that's, that's a primary need for you right now versus some other things that you might have. You know, Maybe you need to fire some customers. Maybe you have some bad customers, Jack. Do we need a system for that? Well, no, you can, that's who the, who the good customers, bad customers are, right? Um, but it, it, it's helping to, to know kind of where to, I guess, where to aim the gun, so to speak, Jack, in terms of what's kind of going on and knowing what, and maybe that's where it's coming from, where, where often the, the owners get so frustrated to where they just kind of throw their hands up and say, you know, hey, if you're telling me you have the answer, right? Even though I know it sounds too good to be true, Jack, I'm hoping that it's true, right? It's uh like the, the, what is it, Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week thing. Hey, I, I want to get that four-hour work week. You know, I want to go where I'm on the beach clipping coupons and, the, you know, things are just happening, right? You know, okay, if that's if that's your desire, well, maybe you shouldn't be running a small business, right? If that's Maybe you should go, go, go retire or do something else. I don't know. But, you know, it's almost like, you know, that's where it's hitting that market. Again, just those folks that get so exasperated often get kind of running day-to-day. They say, hey, maybe this is the answer. If I have the right SOPs and we have it, we have it all in my head, Jack, I get it down on paper and here it is. And okay, then it's going to work. But <laughs> your point. But, that's real a world big experience. Yeah. Our real, yeah. real world experience shows that doesn't always happen, though, at all. That's right. They don't know what they don't know. And that, that keeps popping up. You know, they don't know if they, why, why writing up procedures for systems and procedures why do that why why would you want to do that because you don't know anything else to do you heard that you went to a seminar you you uh, talked to a good friend of yours who's doing the same thing and so they follow and they don't know why they're doing it why are you leading off with systems and procedures or why do you think that's going to solve the problem well god damn it you know if uh if uh, charlie there would, would just uh keep his mind on the job, you know, we wouldn't need it or we would need it because if Charlie is off, I can give it to somebody else who can do the work Charlie's doing. No, it's, it's a specialized job that he's doing. That's why it's bottling up. It, it isn't understood well enough. 
So there are solutions to getting that solution. And that's good meetings, you know, focus, focus on what we're trying to do, not document procedures and put them on a shelf. That's, uh, that's the old steel thinking. That's the old steel man thinking that, uh, you know, you just get all these things identified and flowed, flowed. Is that a word, flowed? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. You're going. <laughs> it's flowing. It's flowing. Right. Yeah. So if you think that, you know, it's that you don't know what to do. So that looks like it's pretty important to do, document our systems. Like every time I come out of my office, I see Charlie working, so I feel good about that, right? I forgot that. No, I never knew. I never knew that I'm the boss and I should have this knowledge. But yet people keep giving the uh, task to me and I keep kicking it back. So this seems good. This is going to keep uh, Charlie occupied for months. Well, that's where yeah, you know, that's where the, the, the you mentioned like the whole direct and control piece of the plan direct control. And that's where the systems start to kind of come in place. So yeah, so if I'm gonna document kind of what I'm doing, so I can direct you to do some of those activities, Jack. That's where you know, often the people will delegate stuff, right? Hey, what, what does that mean? Well, I have to get out of my head and explain what I'm doing. So we'll we'll you know have people lay out kind of well, what are you doing? What are you doing within the organization? You know, what functions are you are you providing? You know, what things do you kind of do you know do day to day? And so it's more about handing stuff off to them, right? Here's how you do stuff. And how many of those systems are going to be just, hey, you know, kind of follow me around a little bit or I'll show you. Here's how we kind of do this. But it's not necessarily there's the right and wrong way to do it because you don't necessarily know that your system's the best way. And part of the idea of bringing good people on is they start to improve and add stuff to things, you know? And so, yeah, we need to have a little bit of systems where we're saying, hey, I'm going to direct you to kind of do this or do that. But a lot of it comes to the control part, Jack. The control part is the series of meetings and reports. And so those, you know, again, we got those things in place where, hey, we, we, we know we're going to cover certain things, you know, every week versus every month versus every quarter versus every day in terms of how we kind of do stuff. And so having those kind of systems in place in terms of those are important parts to be able to, 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 to do it, right? And so the fact that, that, that you're having your, your weekly production meeting, okay, that's an important meeting to have. Make sure that people are there and they're participating and that it's, that it's happening, that you're taking a look at your financials at least every month reviewing your financials and see what's kind of going on and, and talking about it, right? Versus waiting until you fill out your tax returns at the end of the year and hope that we made money or didn't make money or you know, what's kind of going on. And so again, coming down to, yeah, there's a place for different procedures or systems or ways to do things, but it's not necessarily that, you know, the end all to be all to say yeah, the, the goal is to get that all documented nice and neat in this nice big thick binder that kind of here's all of our stuff, right? That isn't necessarily the answer for most people. And, they'll, and, and unfortunately, what they'll do is they'll, they'll start down that path, Jack, and then they hit walls. They get frustrated. And, you know, again, instead of creating a more calm and, and, and feel like they're more in charge, they're getting more frustrated by the business instead. That's right. That, that's, that's, that's exactly what happens. So life can be simple. You know, the answer doesn't lie. It rarely lies. It's the documenting systems and procedures. And... As you said, you know, a little bit of that may be necessary in some instances. But for the most part, a small business owner, plan direct control is the answer for basically moving the business forward, becoming profitable. And it, 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 plan direct control is, is such a great description of what a, an owner or CEO should be doing. And successful companies have that. They have that institutionalized and it's used. It's used to drive the company. Because what else is there? You're, you're setting out a, a vision, a plan. 
and it's detailed. And if you make the, the, the details come true in that plan, you have a successful business. So why wouldn't you want to do that? Because you don't know. You don't know that a company like Maximum Value Partners exists out there. That's why you don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we're a little counter to a lot of people in that standpoint, Jack. We're, we're talking more about your people and getting your people involved. And that's where these things come. And it's, it's to make sure that you have your people involved and that you have them involved about, you know, in the right things. You get involved in those plans. So the plans aren't just your plan. Again, the, the, the question we'll ask our clients is, well, what's the plan? And they often can't answer that. And we make sure that that filters down. That, you know, as, you're, as you as the owner are talking to your team, that's a question you should be asking all the time too. Hey, what's the plan? Whatever the plan's going to be, whether it be for the production plan for today, dealing with a customer issue over here, dealing with you know, supply, whatever it might be, hey, what's the plan? And whenever you as the owner think about this, whenever you as the owner get back to that kind of blank stare, like, uh, I don't know, or I don't have a plan, okay. Versus the person that comes back to hey, here's the plan, here are the things I'm going to do. And it's okay, it sounds great. So when do you feel better, right? Do you feel better with the person kind of giving that blank stare back at you? Okay, well, that's, you know, versus the, the person who gives you that, that, that clear answer, obviously, right? That's what you're looking for. So part of your role as the, as the owner and leader of the company is help them figure those plans out. Say, so, hey, Jack, if you don't have the plan, it's fine. Let's you and I work on the plan. Okay, so we sort of kind of do it. So we, so we get on the same page because if we aren't on the same page in terms of what the plan is in terms of what we're trying to accomplish, chances for success are greatly decreased, you know? And again, to, 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 to take the pressure off the, the owner having to have all the answers, Jack, that's how we sort of kind of do. We sort of get, again, getting our people involved in those discussions and making sure that we're talking about the right things that are part of the business that are help move the business forward from that standpoint. Okay. Well, what do you think, Adam? <laughs> I think I think finding good people is an important part, and to have you know have that framework as we talk about it, again the framework that, that we will, will will guide people to is having those seven keys <clears> to <throat> make sure that you're talking about the right kind of stuff and doing it on a regular basis to make sure that's how you how you gain control of the business versus gaining control through a bunch of draconian systems and SOPs that are going to be here's how we do it right that's not going to give you the satisfaction that, that you're necessarily looking for or the enjoyment and it's necessarily the, the best way to attract good people. Yeah. No, it's it's really quite frankly when you reel it all back, depending on the business. But for the most part, I'd I'd venture to say eighty percent of small businesses don't need systems and procedures documented. They can just roll with their experiences. Some things have to be documented, but not much. And the systems in place, uh, you know, an automatic uh, cash register system, and you know things of that nature. If you're a retail store, if you're you know, a manufacturing company, there's going to be systems involved, but they don't have to be documented for everyday use. So usually when they're being manufactured, the documentation that's pertinent to the operation and maintenance of the equipment will be documented there at the factory. And that basically is as far as you generally have to go. You don't have to have documented procedures. I'm not saying you don't have procedures. They don't have to be documented by somebody. And then put on a shelf. You know, and it, it, I mean, even if a new employee came and you said, okay, go get binder six over there and study it all day, they're still going to need to be talked to. They're still going to need to be moved along. And, and uh, chances are when you're explaining it, you're going to say, don't worry about that. Don't worry about this. And, and they're, they're a waste of time generally, as far as I'm concerned. 
getting a flashback, Jack, as you're talking about that. And this is going back probably 15 years ago. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of the company or, or, or the, the gentleman's name, which is fine. Because we don't want to put them on the air that way. But it was a company that we went and saw. And, and, and this guy had been in, in bigger, bigger companies. He, he went and bought this company. And what the company did is they, um, they would, would dye, D-Y-E, dye stuff. You know, so, you know, towels or shirts or, you know, what have you. Like, you know, they, they had certain dyes that, that they had. So they would... You know, I think a big a big market for them was maybe like in the hotel area. You know, in terms of taking care of you know uniforms or towels, make sure you know things are a certain way. But the, the reason he was coming up isn't because of the, of the dye business, Jack. It's because of when he was presenting to us what he'd done. You know, he, he I think he owned the business at that point for a couple of years. And we were talking to him because we had, we had another client of ours who was looking to buy a business, and this one came up as one that would you know would be potential uh, potential for him to buy. And he's presenting what he had done in that in that first you know, six months. So I got everything really organized and got these binders pulled together. And he was, he was all excited about his, his binder. I don't know if you remember this guy or not. God, I remember that. I remember that. And, and he was trying to use that to talk about, well, why, you know, even though he paid X for the company a couple of years ago, why he thought it was worth like three X now. Right. And saying, well, okay, great. You, you put stuff in, in, in binders, right. That's not necessarily, a, you know, that's not creating a, creating a, a, you know, a ton of value in the business. Okay. And so again, coming back to, you know, where is the value created? It isn't necessarily created in, 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 in putting all together all these binders or stuff, you know, it might feel good depending what your style is. You might enjoy getting things organized that way. You might find a therapeutic Jack, but in terms of adding value to the business, uh, quite often it's not, it's not quite doing what people, you know, hope it might do from that standpoint. But yeah, <laughs> as you were talking, I kept, you know, this guy kept, I haven't thought about him in a while. Like I said, it's been, it's been five, 15 years at this point. Um, but that's a great example of here. Somebody was kind of misled or to, to, to think, Hey, this is going to come in and add value to the business. Well, no, going to different markets and growing the business and, you know, you know, adding different services and, you know, increasing your profits that, 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 you know, and, and again, having it not being reliant upon you and only you as the owner, that, that, that's where you sort of kind of create a lot of these, you know, value to, to the business versus putting together a nice, neat operating procedures, Jack. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, so um yeah as like somebody who didn't didn't know really about business enough to be where he was with that little company he just didn't know so he led with this he said it's systems and procedures i remember i remember that now well again coming from a bigger from a bigger corporate background you can understand why because that's that's often what's what's talked about because again as you get big you're talking about hundreds of millions or billions of dollars and and thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of employees again those become important we're talking about Six employees, twenty employees, Jack. It's 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 altogether a different kind of world from that standpoint. And so that's what we kind of talk about, and we take some practical advice and based on real real world experience of what we've seen in our, like you said, our nearly twenty years together, and you know several other decades besides that. You know, uh, before we were together. So let's try to take that and, and, and give some practical advice. And so if you like what you've heard today, well, the good news is today is actually we forgot to mention this, Jack. This is episode three hundred today. Oh, 300. Right. <laughs> so we've been doing this weekly. It was a re, uh, live on the air for the first four years before the pandemic hit. Now, the last couple of years has been just straight to podcast. We've been doing this for almost six years. And we try to create our content where it's like, it has a, that evergreen nature to it, to where it's not necessarily stuck in time. So this episode is going to be relevant you know, five years from now because you know this principle still holds true. And so we try to give that kind of advice where, again, it's not necessarily reliant upon what's, what's in the news cycle today, but it's, it's geared towards good practical business experience in terms of how to run your small business. 
And so if you like what you saw and, you know, or like what you heard today, you want, you, you want to see more, all 300 of those episodes are at our, our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. And if you click on the episodes link, you can go there, actually search. You can put a question in. If you have a certain question that you, that you want to address or a topic you're, you're looking for, type it in there and it'll, it'll feed you some episodes to kind of cover that. Uh, if if uh, your question is not being answered, send it along to us at radio at maximumbp.com or you can give us a call. 877-849-0670. Happy to either answer the question for you directly. Or we can create a show around it and kind of share it with everybody as well. Happy to do that as well. So um, that's what we got for you today for episode 300. Uh, hopefully you've been here for most of them. If not, you've got a lot to kind of catch you up to do, but all our shows are usually between 25 minutes and an hour. Um, a lot of good good stuff in there for uh, for your business learning pleasure, Jack. <clears throat> that's right well congratulations on 300 adam <clears throat> yes jack you made well. it that far it's quite an accomplishment <laughs> it is. so so that's what we got for you this week so we're looking forward to we'll talk with you all again next week but have a great week and uh, we'll talk to you then bye now bye.